podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Does anybody want breakfast? Guys, let's go. I'm leaving for McDonald's in five seconds. Why do you start with that? The Breakfast Stampede Meal. It's only at McDonald's, where there's a meal for every morning. And nothing says morning like a classic sausage McMuffin with egg. Right now, get this all-time favorite for just 2 bucks on the one 2 3 menu. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. When the unexpected comes calling, bounce forward with Comcast Business. Bounce forward fast with internet speeds up to a gig. And bounce forward with security solutions that help keep your connected devices protected. Help your business bounce forward with this amazing offer. For a limited time, ask how to get a $500 prepaid card. Call 1-800-501-6000 or go online today to learn more. Comcast Business. Prepaid card offer ends 12-13-20. Restrictions apply. New Comcast Business customers only. Call for restrictions and complete details. When the unexpected comes calling, bounce forward with Comcast Business. Bounce forward fast with internet speeds up to a gig. And bounce forward with security solutions that help keep your connected devices protected. Help your business bounce forward with this amazing offer. For a limited time, ask how to get a $500 prepaid card. Call 1-800-501-6000 or go online today to learn more. Comcast Business. Prepaid card offer ends 12-13-20. Restrictions apply. New Comcast Business customers only. Call for restrictions and complete details. Hello, welcome to another Touchline Frackers podcast. My name is Lewis and um, I'm joined by two of my, my regular guys. Uh, we got Seb and Dan. How you doing, lads? Going on, bro? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. It's just us three today. We're the only three that could be bothered, I think. Like, I don't know. I know, I know what's man. Going on. Dedication, man. Isn't it? But this, dedication, this... hard work, don't stop. But I hear between Io, Seb and Mariah, they're always fighting for the Jordan. But this is this is what this is what separates oh, you, know, you know what I mean. This, this is what separates it, man. This is what separates <laughs> it, man. In, in the tough games, do you yeah. know what I mean? Where 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 the morale's low, where people are tired, <laughs> Jordan comes. He 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 puts yeah. the team on his back, man. So I feel yeah. like we've um, you know settled that today. That uh, yeah, I'm Jordan. <laughs> but to be fair, though, it's just his birthday, isn't it? So he's out. Hey, listen, you gotta work on your birthday. No excuses, bro. No excuses. <laughs> no excuses. Don't give that one. I'm not even gonna say happy birthday. I'm not even gonna say it. Yeah, come on, man. Come on, man. Yeah, fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. Um, yeah, before we start, guys, um, make sure to use the hashtag Touchline Frackers. Um, as per usual, our podcast will be available on Apple, Spotify. So leave a review on there if you haven't done so already. Um, we've got our Discord server. So if you haven't joined that, well over a thousand members now. 
So um, sign up to that. Um, and obviously, uh, we got our Patreon pieces as well going strong. Every every week, we got exclusive content on the Patreon. So, you know, if you're a supporter of a club, or if you, even if you don't support anyone, um, you can join the Touchdown Frackers Patreon. So all the links to that will be You can still give us all your money. You can still, you still can feed Mariah, innit? Mariah yeah. needs to eat. The big man needs to eat. So, um, yeah, you can still, you can still pay him. Um, um, and, yeah, just like a, a little prompt maybe to just tell a friend about us. That's it. If you don't want to do any of those things, tell a friend. That's the least you can do. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> if, it, if you don't want to give us your money, then just give, give us the, um, uh, the, uh, the, the, the little recommendation in it. So um, mm-hmm. what we're going to do today, guys, we're going to do um, a preview pod um, kind of like a preview pod how do we do a preview pod when the transfer window doesn't close for another month i mean it's mm. a bit difficult um it, 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 it kind of makes me wonder like how the hell did we do things before you know when when the transfer last season was the first transfer window where the mm. transfer was like end ended when the season started right yeah and then now we've gone back so it's like it's like i never understood why we did it previously but now we're away from it. I'm like, wow, how did we actually survive before? You know, we've got to play five games and we might not even have any players. We're going to have El Nenny starting in midfield for us. Like, it's going to be <laughs> yeah. it's quite crazy, you know. So, yeah, we'll try and get through as much of a preview as possible. Um, but obviously, you know, teams like United ain't really done much business yet. We'll, you know, we'll, we'll talk about hey. your new signing anyway. That, that. <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll talk about it. Take it easy, Donny. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Oh shit! I see it a little bit, a little yeah, bit. Come, yeah. on, yeah. um, <laughs> no, you lot are just racist. Just because I'm white, I'm not even blonde. I'm not blonde <laughs> nothing. Like. And to be fair, I more people it. would recognize me on the street than Donny. No, that's a fact. Did, that's a fact. Listen, you ain't. They wouldn't recognize any of you. Listen, you ain't been pulled up in Las Iguanas, and are you? Are, are you, you from Yeah. yeah. No, I have been there. pulled up in Las Iguanas. <laughs> the same <laughs> guy. It's the same the guy. Barista. The barista. Yeah, I think his name's Ray. No way. Not the barista. What's the bar- Why am I saying the barista? The bartender. The, is he the tall black guy? Yeah. Yeah. That is crazy. That's my date. guy. He gassed me up, man. He gassed yeah, me up. Yeah, hey, listen. Same, same, man. He gassed me still. Yo, why, why are they guy. not sponsoring the pods? Why are they not sponsoring That's the pods? That's my guy. Silent listeners, isn't it? But he's doing his work. He's doing his work in Lazaguana, telling us, uh, telling uh, his customers all about us, isn't it? So he, he's the guy. He, he's he might not be the money man, but he's 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 spreading the word, and that's you know, spreading the word, man. We can ask for. We'd love to yeah. see it. Yeah, exactly. Um, Dan, let's start with you because obviously you've done the most noteworthy business this week. You finally got Kai Havertz over the line for mm. Chelsea, hundred million mm. euros. Yeah, we oh. we we were settled on that. I don't now. know where it 100, is. Hundred million. I don't know whether it's hundred million pounds. 100 million euros. We've got certain people saying it's 62 million. Certain people <laughs> handing out L's. S- I don't Matt know. Lord, I don't yeah. care. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I was even ex- I was mad excited when I saw the 62. Because you know, the lower the price it is, the more you like, the, the easier it is. The bigger the dub. Like, yeah, no, but also I see, I see like people like Lewis circling. I see, I see all of my enemies circling talking about, okay, cool. He cost this much. If he flops, he's going to be on you. And I think, I think everyone in the Touchline Fracker camp, they know that Havertz, I've backed it. That's my boy. That's full yeah. stocks on me in it. So, like, I'm going to be sweating with every missed pass. I'm going to be sweating with every missed chance. I'm going to be sweating. But, nah, nah, I think he's sick. Um, I think the price is 
like Seb, you probably know more about the price than me. You kind of send <laughs> the information is. That'd be Ornstein. Break it down for us, Seb. Break it down for us. Yeah. Yeah, no. So what it just look, it looks like it's um, an initial, well, roughly around 80 million euros. Um, that's an upfront fee. I'm glad, um, you know, we got that uh, sorted. Um, and then 10 million is probably like achievable bonuses. And then 10 million are bonuses that they are achievable. It's like, but you have to win something. So i.e. win the Champions League, win the Prem or something like that or whatever. And those are the other 10 million. But let's say like 90 million, 100% uh, buyer will get. And then the other 10 million, yeah, if Chelsea win something, then they'll get. But then if they win something, then it was worth it, right? So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it depends. He might, he might. Yeah, it depends if he was involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what's interesting about this side of to me, Dan, yeah, is that I've never seen you as invested in a player before. Yeah, That's not so, even the truth, bro. Or, it's I'm, not the I'm truth. Just saying, Opinion doesn't have to be truth. I'm just giving you my side yeah. as a story. That's yeah, it. Yeah. Your, I'm just saying I've view. not seen no. you invested in a player as much. Maybe you've maybe you've Ruben. Seen, you've seen me invested in a player, but this is probably one of the first in a long time that you've seen me invested and have come to Chelsea. Right? So okay. like I was I was one of those ones I was invested in Pepe for a bit. Do you know what I mean? I had to drop mm. those stocks quick. But um yeah, yeah, I'm I'm very, very invested. Very quick, I might add. Mm. Mm. And I was right to still, but I'm very invested in Havertz. Like this is a player I know. Pe- I think, I think Seb, we was doing a com- we was doing a comparison, Sancho or Havertz, and shit. Like, obviously, they both come from the Bundesliga, but this is a player when you watch. I'm I'm a I'm a guy that wants entertainment. It's a player when you watch the gracefulness on the ball. Um, in terms of complete player, right foot, left foot, different types of goals. Plus, like he's got headers, like. This is someone in terms of he's going to contribute to goals, not just goals. He's going to contribute to us. Like, not just, I'm not an assist man, but creativity. Like, so there's, there's a lot in him, on these young shoulders, but I just feel like this is probably the best signing we've made since um, Hazard in terms of just like a player that can go on to like maybe compete at the top. What, what, do you, what would you say? So, like, I've watched Havertz um, sporadically. I haven't watched him too much. So he's going to be, he's going to mm. be quite new to me. Um, mm. What would you say are his, like, his standout skills and, and his, his, his standout qualities? I don't want to mention names because this is what I do. I mentioned Zidane and people start saying, ah, cool, you're saying he's the next Zidane. But one of the things that I like about him is that maybe because he's a little bit taller as well, like he does this thing where he kind of almost like passes to himself, but it's basically like passing right foot to left foot or left foot to right. And with that one motion, he'll take it past the player. And it's graceful to look at too. So like in terms of just like beating players um, in close contact, in terms of his through ball, um, I love the through ball. He's got the through ball. In terms of, I think, like having Mason Mount at Chelsea and the number of times seeing him go through one-on-one and he'll snatch up the chance, um, like Kai Havertz, when he gets through one-on-one, there's a coolness, there's an unbotheredness, there's this just like confidence in the finish. And that's what we need. We need someone because we've had, don't forget last season we had Tammy and Mount going into the season. And you heard me on the pause last season, Tammy and Mount, like as much as like youth players, um, I'm, I'm behind youth players, you know that. But when, when you go into a season with Tammy and Mount and you're trying to compete for the league, like, bro, it's not, it's not where it's supposed to be in it. So just to go in a season with a guy like Havertz who scored, I know like he'll start the season and not really score, but like he's got 17 league goals last season. So again, that's, that's more goals in our team. That's goals, that's flair. You know, it's a little bit of everything, man. 
in, in terms of like no, oh, sorry, 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 sorry. Can I stop what? this? What? Sorry, can I stop this? What? What? Oh my god, I'm watching Soccer Age, yeah? yeah, and they've obviously allowed women to play. Yeah, we're on that. Oh we don't my care, god. like women are sick, yeah, yeah, all of that. But Michael Essien has just barged one lady. <laughs> Like when oh, I say yeah. it was a that ruthless part, peak toxic masculinity, yeah. <laughs> Them Ghanaians, they don't care. Bro. Hey, listen, <laughs> hey, listen, my man, barge this. Like, I'm like, nah, he didn't even take, he didn't bother taking it easy. <laughs> Nothing, he's proper barged on the floor. Bro. No, I'm done. No but, one yeah, told him so, the uh, rules, man. No, no one, no one told uh, him the rules. Uh, in it, in it, yeah. So, um, yeah, sorry, Dan, I was gonna ask you actually about, um. Me personally, yeah, I'm not a big believer in this Bundesliga tax, but I, I see it floating around. I see it floating around. You know, Seb, I'm pre- I think Seb believes in it a little bit. Seb Bundesliga. started it. Seb, I, I've still got a video from like three years ago. Seb started it when Aubameyang was coming to to oh, when Aubameyang yeah, came. Man. Bundesliga tax, yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the, the taxes have gone down now since Aubameyang came. Uh, came in it, Seb. Like it's, yeah, it's no longer. It's not a fifty percent tax rate now. It's 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 ten percent. Yeah, Aubameyang's my shooter. You were eating, yeah? I respect him. is my shooter, so I respect him still. Um, mm. But it still applies to other players. Other players still getting tax 50% on entry. Is that Sancho? Import tax, yeah? Everybody. everybody is that Sancho? Everybody. Sancho, everybody. Sancho, everybody is getting tax 50% on entry for the first season. I've got to see something and then eventually we'll work <laughs> out in it. Because yeah, man, like even like oh, even cool. when you talk about Sancho, but we'll get we'll get into that probably like later on or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, I'm I'm not Sancho's biggest fan. Do you know what I mean? Like on, on this on this podcast, I've dissed him bare times. So like, do you know what I mean? Like, I'm you got, not his biggest fan. But you got caught up in the source. I know you wasn't his biggest yeah, fan. Yeah, yeah, I got caught up in it because <laughs> we need the right winger. So you know, you know when when it's it's like, oh, I'm not really on it. But everybody else is on us. Ah, go on mm. in, go on in. Ah, go on yeah, in. I'm, yeah, I'm, on, yeah, I'm on it now. I'm on it now. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. But do you so, know what happens? You yeah. get caught up in the source, and then the game comes on, and you see him again. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, fam. Bro, bro, that's me all the that's, time. Yeah, I know, I know. That's, that's later. Me. But I can't, that happened with me with Pepe. To be fair, that that can't. Hundred percent. <laughs> But this is why the tax is right. When you're talking about the tax, it's right. Because when you come to the Premier League, it's a different tax. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I don't think it's a London always tax, on. It should, just be, it should just be a tax import yeah, tax, yeah, yeah. period, no matter where you're coming from. Yeah, 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 exactly. But um, Havertz, I'll back. Do you know what I think? Like, I'll stay it now. I'm not saying that he will take to the Premier League like a duck tour. Let me get all my disclaimers out now. He won't necessarily do that. Not that we're listening. We're not listening, we're, by the no, way. We're not we're listening not, to that. You're going to edit the shit out. I'm giving you all the caveats. <laughs> I've done my research. I've done, like, earlier this season, um, Bayer Leverkusen fans were saying, we want him out or some shit like mm. that. He was they were just saying, mm. he was struggling. And the reason why is because last season, he was linked for a 100 million move. And then he didn't get that move. And so when you're linked for a 100 million, you better, and you wanted to move, you better play like you're 100 million. And obviously, um, his kind of co-conspirator, Brandt, Julian Brandt, he played, they were like boys, they played together. He left. And then so it was all on Havertz. He wasn't playing well. Leverkusen wasn't doing well. So then the whistle started to happen. So this, all I'm saying, and this is my caveat, is it's not necessarily going to be like um, a smooth transition. Obviously, he's young too, coming to a new league. You know, you know all that shit. So like, all I'm just begging for, all I'm saying, because I know you guys, I see your faces, the Wolves, give him a year. I know like, 
cool, you've got a 50% tax, but before you come in hard, you've got to give him a year, man. That's just my plea. You're not concerned with 12 goals in 30 games and you think he's going to come and shoot in the Premier League? 12, he's not a striker, bro. He's, not, he's, he's a midfielder. 12 goals in 30 is calm. He's 21. What do you want? What more do you How many goals did Sabayos get in 30 games, bro? <laughs> what are you talking about? You don't, you, don't play, you don't play as an attacking midfielder. You don't play as an cool. attacking midfielder. But what, let's talk about um, a bit of uh, some of your other business then, because um, you, Chelsea, have been by far the most active team in the market. It's got, we're going back to the old Abramovich days now, where he's just sort of like, all, right, cool, lads, let's open up, let's not, let's open up the checkbook. Who do you want? You want some money? All right, cool. Let's go and get him. So you, you, you've done business on Werner, uh, who you snatched from, uh, um, from under the uh, nose of Liverpool. Liverpool. Yep. Um, you've got you've got Ben Chilwell, which I think is a bit nuts. Forty five million, I think that's a bit crazy, but you know he's an yeah, he's an upgrade. He's an upgrade, right? Is um, he? Is he? We'll see. You don't I'll think he's an upgrade on? Um, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. See, here's my thing: it's, uh, I don't necessarily watch Leicester like that. Do you know what I mean? So I'm like now he's coming. It's it's the same as that import tax you're talking about. Now there's gonna be now that eyes are gonna be on him. Um, mm. People people just assume he's better than Emerson. I don't I don't necessarily think so. We'll see. Fair enough. Ziyech is the one that I I've got. I'm I'm I think Ziyech is the, is the one guy that I've seen quite a lot and thought, yeah, he is sick. Like I I, I wanted Ziyech when he was available for like twenty million or whatever. I think this maybe the season yeah, before yeah. last. And yeah. I thought, yeah, this this guy is is really really sick. So to see you lot snatch him up, that's the one I'm quite jealous about because um I see him as like a more refined Pepe. I think him and Pepe have quite <laughs> a similar skill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what are you I trying feel, to do? Don't damage his reputation. I don't know why you're linking <laughs> these two players, bro. <laughs> bro. Like they, 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 they both like to play in that kind of like inside space. They get really close to goal. They've got a good eye for a pass and nah. um, they can both shoot. But I, I, see, I see Ziyech as a more refined version of Pepe. Like he's cleaner with it. He, he's definitely more refined. I don't know why you put Pepe's name into it. But <laughs> I, see, I see what you mean in terms of Pepe's left footed too, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So they both play on the right. You, you wouldn't know. I mean, you wouldn't know to have a looking at it. But Bro, yeah, Pe- Pepe is yeah. dead. Pepe is dead. But um, Ziyech, we played a friendly. We played. <laughs> we played a friendly the other day, and he did. Do you know he's known for those in-swing crosses? So mm. the first thing he did, uh, he you guys it. all saw it anyway. Yeah, yeah but you, you guys saw the dead choke kind of header anyway. And yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The assist, like he meant it. I swear now, but um, yes, first thing. Like I've heard about this kind of like early cross from the, the right uh, and in like first 10 minutes he did it. It was first four minutes. He did the cross. Uh, obviously, it got to show in the further. So, yeah, Ziyech, um, that's, that's all he's going to be doing. I think Lampard likes Ziyech because one thing I've noticed about Lampard is that he doesn't like anything to do with possession. That's why Jorginho's out of here. That's why he probably doesn't really like Kovacic. Either shoot or cross. Don't try and pass it sideways. So that's why I think that Lampard definitely like Ziyech because that's Ziyech all over. I'm either shooting mm. or I'm crossing. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. um, he, he got a lot of assists. I think he's been brought in for the assists. I think the way they've broken it down, you've got Werner. He's been brought in for the goals. You've got Ziyech brought in for the assists. And then Havertz is like that hybrid. Give me a little bit of goals. Yeah, give both. me a little bit of assists and I'm good. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you've also got um, Thiago Silva last week, I think, um, on a free transfer. 35 years old. What are you feeling about that one? I said it on the Chelsea Hour pod. He's still got his hairline. 
And that tells that tells me his body is in better shape than me and yours, Lewis. Do you know what I mean? So mm, I feel like speak for yourself, mate, because <laughs> <laughs> getting in the gym since lockdown finished. You know what I mean? So I barred but Seb no. at football the other day. Yeah. <laughs> Seb didn't know what hit him. <laughs> but um, no, I feel like he he's one of them Latin ones. You know, the one of those ones that they look after their body, they keep in shape, all that yoga shit. So not that I, I've been watching PSG, but. We need leadership because our most senior centre-back before was Rudiger. And that guy is a clown. So, yeah, it's good that we've got... Um, nice to see he was involved in the... In, 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 uh, what, what do you call it? The announcement video of Havertz. Quite like that. Yeah. I'm not sure if that I was think they the missed a trick with the whole welcome to Chessie one. I, I, think, I think they missed a yeah, trick But there. you know what? I think that's just a touchline thing. Like maybe we need, we need to make it bigger. But yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, so yeah, this time we, he need was... to, we need to be We need to be there. Yeah, that's why you need to tell more people to listen. But this time, at least he was in a brightly lit room because obviously in the 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 famous notorious Chessier one, he was in some dark room somewhere. Mm. At least he's got his ring light. He had his ring light on. In the dark room. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, So yeah, it was good. But the only thing is, like, people are talking about getting rid of him, and I'm not just talking about fans. Like, there seems to be rumors that he's getting rid of who. Rudiger. Oh, Rudiger. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you, yeah, but you quite like the Thiago Silva signing. I, I don't mind. I just, I'm happy with something else in defence. Do you know what I mean? I can't say because mm. he's 35. I can't say whether he's going to be a hit. And if he's going to be a hit, I can't say for how long. But we needed something. Do you know what I mean? Because I think yeah. apart from Zuma, Zuma's good. I think Zuma's good. I know a lot of people clowning, but I think Zuma's good. But apart from Zuma, it's just so many glaring flaws in the rest of our defenders. So, yeah, hopefully Tiago can come in and do a bit. But, yeah, there's, there's well, mad signings. Not, not, not Malang tomorrow, Sa- no. Not tomorrow is no. short, bro. Tomorrow is short, man. Tomorrow He's good, mm. but he's short. So is, so is Malang Sar. Yeah, but he's not staying. Malang Sar. I think Malang Sar's going to Leverkusen. We just, we just bought him to kind of get Havertz over the line. Oh. And dodgy I don't know if that's See, true. this is typical. Yeah, this I don't know if it's Roman, true, but that's Chelsea. Is- yeah, yeah, that's yeah, Chelsea. Yeah, that's yeah. Chelsea all over, man. Do you, do you expect any more to come in um, between now and the uh, close of the window then? Because you've done quite a bit of business already. That's, that's we, six we signs. We sound like seven man. We sound like a yeah. whole new team. I remember on a Discord live, we was talking about teams and like Sevi was like, yeah, four more guys and we'll be challengers. I'm like, yo, bro, if you give Everton four more guys, you know what I mean? You can mm. transform them. Chelsea brought in like seven. And that, mm. that almost tells you that Lampard probably wasn't happy. But don't forget, this is his first big transfer window too. So, and he's not stopping because we need the goalkeeper. Allegedly, he told Kepa, you'll never be my first choice again last season. Nothing. Um, and we can, yeah, we can all see why. So we're linked with, do you know what's weird? We're linked with black goalkeepers. And obviously, who, like, Anana that's and not... Onana and then Ed, Eduard Mendy, but also another guy oh. called Mike Manganen. Um but yeah, so we're linked with a lot of goalkeepers, but it's it's one of those ones where they're all going to be cheap because we can't get rid of Kepa, so he's going to be around, and we can't have two goalkeepers on like three hundred grand a year or whatever, or two hundred grand a year where Kepa's on. And yeah, yeah, so yeah, we're mm-hmm. going to get a goalkeeper and then potentially Declan Rice, which if you watch oh, the England that. game, I like the sound of that. Uh, no, if you, I just don't, I don't get, Wait. I don't get. It's him and Mason Mount that. Like, for centre back or DM? Um, allegedly for centre back, but a lot of Chelsea fans went in for DM because a lot of Chelsea fans are just fed up with Jorginho. But it's just like, like, like all he is is English. I'm not gonna lie. 
Like that's his, that seems to be the main trait. I know people just kind of say, okay, cool, he can pass, and yeah, he can tackle, but like the bar is so low, man. Uh, I don't know, like especially for eighty million. That's mad. Yeah, that is nuts. I, I mean, th- 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 this transfer window is a bit too foreign for Chelsea. Like, um, with Havertz, Werner, Ziyech, you know, they had to throw in a bit of Brexit with Chilwell and uh, Rice to, to make things right again, we, to keep the, uh, to keep the uh, shed end happy, you know? Got to keep the fans happy. Like Chilwell, Paying totally, totally, totally abandoned their academy. What, what are your thoughts on that? What, abandoned the academy? <laughs> Why, why are you smiling when you're asking? Yeah, where, where you're... <laughs> <laughs> you're not even the host. You've not seen that toy <laughs> meme that, that, with Frank throwing away the, yeah, the toy. Yeah, I've seen it. With Frank, with the toys. <laughs> I've seen it. I've seen it. Lewis, do I have to ask this question? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> no, do you know what it is? Um, I think... Yeah, no, do you know what it is? I think a lot of Chelsea fans were complaining before saying, rah, we're signing all of these squad players... Like the Bakayoko's, the drink waters, and they were saying that no, actually, if you look at our youth, they could be the squad players. So, what Lampard is doing is what they were saying. Like right now, our youth is are the squad players. Because really and truly, if we were buying players that weren't better than our youth players, then why would you buy them? Do you know what I mean? So, like, mm. as Chelsea, I think what Lampard said is cool. You got these youth players. I remember when I was under Roman, I was the English youth player. Then they bought quality, and I had to fight for my um, place. So now Tammy's got competition in Werner, um, Mount and RLC, they've got competition in Havertz. Hudson's got competition in Pulisic and Ziyech. Everyone's got competition. Do, do, do you know what kills me about Chelsea? Yeah? Chelsea fans have been screaming for the last decade. Yeah, yeah, we need, we need to get the youth in. We need to get the youth in. Project Youth lasted one season. One season, now they're all banished. They're all banished. They're all going out alone or being sold now or just, just they, never they, they, they even... They even brought Jody Morris on as a coach for them to, to sign new contracts. They'll, they'll replace Fucking him. They'll slimy, replace mate. him soon. They'll replace <laughs> him as well. Replace <laughs> <laughs> Jody Morris on that. Fuck you. Slimy game, from man. Chelsea. That's the game. Man. Uh, yeah. Um, just just staying on Chelsea then. So obviously, providing you do get the goalkeeper, where 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 what are you hmm. expecting, Dan? Because I'm seeing some slimy individuals. They're talking about a title challenge. You know, Chelsea should be with all these signings. Like, what what you spent like 200 mil? Chelsea mm-hmm. should be marking a title challenge. What, what's your thoughts on that? Do you do you do you, do you um, subscribe to that 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 way of thinking? I'm not gonna lie. It depends. Like, if we had a great manager, that's not shots to Lampard, but if we had a great manager, maybe. Maybe, because I think if you look at Chelsea, we haven't had like a proper goal scorer for ages. And I think that's let us down. We've had... Who's the last um, one? Costa. That's what I'm saying. So we've had Morata. Costa's dead. a proper goal scorer? We've had... Costa... Well, at least Costa got 20 goals a season. So we mm, haven't... Yeah, like, fair. even in Roman... Even in the Roman Abramovich history, it's only Drogba twice and Costa, I think, twice that have got over 20 goals. So I feel like... We've done well to win as many Premier Leagues without a 20-goal striker season. Obviously, like, they can transform your season just having that goal scorer. So I think if Werner, and it's a caveat, it's another caveat for me, if Werner can land and score goals, um, that's a big bonus. For, don't forget, we finished top four already with dead... Like, okay, not dead. Tammy's all right with an okay striker. But if we get someone that can net, then that should elevate us. But my only issue with Lampard is... Last season, what happened was whenever we had injuries, we started to do well. But then when we had more options, as when people came back from injuries, 
then we started to do worse because then he started to fiddle with it. He started to fiddle with the formation. He started to fiddle with the players, etc., etc. So the fact that we've got more options now, I can't guarantee we're going to do well because is Werner going to start every game or is he going to start two-thirds of the game and then Tammy's going to start and then Giroud's going to start? Do you know what I mean? Is Havertz going to start loads or is he going to start half and then Mount's going to start? Do you know what I mean? So there's a lot of mouths to feed. And so that's the only question mm. mark. But I think that... I think that if we if we kept if we kept a stable squad and with our injuries we could we could challenge. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so all right, so Seb, let's t- let's move on to United then. So you guys finally got a bit of transfer business done. Um you've got uh Donny van der Beek in. Um <clears throat> seems like a bit of a random signing considering you've got quite a lot of players who already play in this position. So what what's your thoughts on on the signing of um Donny van der Beek or, or DVB, as some are already touting him as. Uh, yeah, DVB. man. My guy, Donny. Um, so, oh, my God. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. No, so basically, <laughs> I feel like uh, the signing makes sense if, obviously, United go out and strengthen other positions because one of the key things for us, uh, especially post-lockdown, is we were unable to rotate. Um, and that was a killer for us in some in some games, like games where you know the the all, our, our first eleven are dead on their feet. All he's looking to the bench and he's like, "Bro, who can I bring on?" Like, and then yeah, like that's kind of cost us. In, that actually cost us in some games in lockdown. Also, it allows flexibility. So even if he does start all three, it allows them, uh, allows United to be flexible in regards to the formation. So he said that he sees all of them three playing together. So that obviously means a four-three-three. Um, this season, Van der Beek has played a bit deeper. Uh, regularly, like he 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 really is like he really plays as like a number eight, number ten slash like second striker. Makes a lot of third man runs or whatever. But this this season he's played well. Last season he's played like a bit deeper. So um, it'll be interesting to see where Oli kind of uh, plays him. But I'm just happy to just get extra bodies in the team because that was one of our uh, our main issues. Our, our starting eleven is pretty good. It's just about getting um, extra bodies at um, shortening the gap between shortening the gap in quality be- between the starting eleven and the bench. Mm. It, it just screams of no vibes, no, no, no plan, just vibes. FC to me, a bit like Mugger on fo- uh, at football on uh, on uh, Monday. Oh yeah, just put some players on a pitch and, and see what happens. We beat you last anyway. Yeah, so uh, for me again, like the board. No, seven five, and you had like a pro player playing, but let's not get into that. He's but unemployed, yeah, actually. Um, okay. Yeah, whatever. But yeah, we. Um, it depends, in it, because I feel like the reason why that could have been first is because that's probably the easiest transfer to make. Van der Sar's their CEO. Like he basically, that was the easiest deal. That's the easiest deal United are ever going to get. We could we can get any player from Ajax. Like Van der Sar loves us off. So there was even like all the even the journalists were rating that deal. They were like, wow, like this is the quickest we've ever seen Man United act. They got a fee, paid it straight away, da 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 da. So because that's probably the easiest deal to make, I could probably understand why you're doing it first. 
and then the more complicated deals still might take a bit of time. So we're still linked with um, the Real Madrid left back who was on loan to Sevilla. He's probably tired. He's tired of going back to Sevilla. Yeah, reggaeton. That's what I'm calling him. Yeah, that reggae reggae uh, you. Um, and Madrid are offering uh, him to us. We really need a left back. But I feel like the sticking point there is, you know, the Spanish clubs, they want to uh, implement a buyback clause. United don't mm. do that. So I feel like that's the biggest issue. If we don't get him, it'll be because we can't negotiate that aspect. Because they want to give, us, they want to give, they want to, uh, give him to us for 25 mil, which is really nothing. Mm. But again, it's like, oh, if he becomes one of our best players and then you're like, all right, cool. Yeah, it's time to buy it back. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, um, yeah, so it's a bit peak. So I feel like that's the, st- the sticking point there um, with United. And, what, what, uh, what about what about wingers? Any more word on Sanch? Uh, well, the latest word. So obviously the deal is dead. Yeah. But United are still briefing the media like they still want him. And he also, uh, well, his team have been briefing the media, basically saying he really, really wants to come to United. So that that come out like eight, eight, yesterday or the day, yeah, that came out yesterday. He really, really wants to come to United, and the, the whole deal just basically um, uh, uh, hangs on United going there and just paying the fee. There is no negotiation. Yeah, there there isn't going to be a negotiation. Is either you pay the fee. Um, which is the sticking point, or Sancho goes next season, and then you've got more competition. And I feel like United don't want to pay the ninety million upfront fee because I feel like they still want to play. They still want to do more business. Like if I'm paying ninety mil upfront, um, I still have other signings I want to make. Do you know what I mean? Rather than you know spending a large proportion of our transfer budget on one player, let's um, address other areas in the team. And I feel like they've tried to do that when they've tried to look at centre-backs they're linked with the Monaco centre-back there's linked with the guy that just went Arsenal they're linked with left-backs they, they just bought Van der Beek they're linked with right-wingers and stuff like that so um, United are trying to address uh, several issues so going and paying 90 million uh, for one player up front for me I wouldn't want United to do it and I've been consistent in the fact that I've said it. I would rather get two players in for the price of Sancho if we're getting Sancho, fair enough, cool. But if I, if you give me the option to say, yeah, let's get two players and address two issues um, instead of Sancho, I'm all for that instead. Like a like a Werner and Havertz, yeah. Yeah, but Havertz is what 100 mil, and Werner was what 50. Uh, yeah, it's a bit expensive. A bit, bit more than Sancho, yeah. Yeah, a bit more, yeah, bit more than Sancho. Sancho there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. but um, you need. Uh, you, I was gonna say United needs Van der, Dortmund to hire Van der Star. So there's oh, no negotiations. When Shinji Kagawa gonna retire? You can go and you can, you can go. Hey, and, listen, nah, Shinji yeah, hates us, man. Yeah, uh, yeah. Shinji, Shinji. I don't even think he likes us still. Like, yeah, <laughs> uh, because we we like he played for a couple of seasons and then it was just long yeah. for him. But um, um, yeah, man. Uh, Dortmund are being strong again. The whole thing is they've said is they don't need to sell and they don't because they sell really well. So that team's probably that really mm. profitable. Um, so, yeah, they actually don't need to sell. Uh, and United are just like, listen, bring down uh, your upfront fee and we can do we can do something. We don't mind the 120 million that we're eventually going to pay, but let's structure it properly. Um, and I feel like that's the sticking point. For me, again, as I said, if I could get two wingers or two 
because for the same price, I'd be so happy. In fact, I'd actually prefer it. But again, it's, it's, it is what it is. This episode is sponsored by Schwann's.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwanns.com backslash yum for details. We begin today's meditation with a few sipping exercises to remind us a little treat can go a long way. So pick up your McCafe iced coffees, close your eyes, and deep sip in. And deep satisfaction out. <sighs> Take a treat retreat at McDonald's. Right now, get a McCafe iced coffee in any size and any flavor for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price of participation may vary. So, so is it Sancho or nothing then in terms of like out wide? Like, because I haven't really seen you. It's, I saw like David Brooks, but. Yeah, that was really early. I think David Brooks was a Grealish, uh, a Grealish alternative, alternative rather than Sancho. Yeah, ra- rather than Sancho. Um, so I haven't seen us linked with any wide players. What will happen, um, and United are known for this, is it will go to the last day, um, and United will put in a 25 million bid for Josh King, and we'll bring Josh I'd love King. To see it. That that that's what will happen on the but, last day. But Seb, you've been you've been linked with Ishmael Saar as well, right? Ah, oh, yes. Sorry, I forgot. Yes. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so Ishmael Saar is one that we've been linked with. Um, yeah, I was told that United are going to actually be in for him um, as a central alternative. I feel like he's really, really good. So, for example, if you gave me Ishmael Saar, yeah, and uh, let's say a Cavani on the free, I'd be, I'd be, I'll be so happy. Calm. Like, yeah, I'd be so calm. I know, I know like, why you'd be calm. I know why yeah. you'd be calm because you got stocks in anywhere. You got stocks in Greenwood. You got stocks in Rashford. Yeah, that's no, so I mean, like, yeah, that. And to be fair, like Man United finished the season strong. Like obviously, I don't know because you can finish the season strong. It can change, but attacking wise, it's not like you need. I don't think. I think you need depth. I basically exactly the thing is depth. It's not about like my thing is if you're buying a player, yeah, for 120 million. Yeah, or mm. even if you're buying any player to come into the attack now, they have to be clear. Yeah, mm-hmm. they have to be clear of each, of all of the players that are starting. Sancho will be coming in to the uh, to play right wing. Nobody can tell me in terms of the word clear. Sancho is not clear of Greenwood. It's impossible to say tell me that Sancho is clear of Greenwood. There's there's going to be things that Sancho's better better at. Obviously, he, you know he's more experienced. He's had more game time, um, you know, and he's good at certain things. But, but there's other things that Greenwood is just absolutely clear of him. Do you know what I mean? And for me, I'm thinking, listen, if I am going to spend 120 million, bring me somebody that's head and shoulders above the person that's starting. Because, mm. for example, if Sancho has a few poor games, Greenwood's going to be right in there. And, boy, Greenwood ain't, might not let that position go. I need somebody that's going to be in there and just, do you know what I mean, just be clear, man. Position so, on merit. Because, yeah, because back, at, yeah. back end of last season, I agree with Seb in terms of it was... I know a lot of people saying Bruno Fernandes changed the game, etc., etc. But it was the threat of Greenwood and it was the goals yeah. from Greenwood 
that yes. I think kind of changed it. So exactly what you're saying. If like when it comes to it, you need the goal, and then Greenwood comes on and he scores. How do you, how do you then drop? I know he's 17 or 18, or whatever. But how do you yeah. drop Greenwood? You know what I mean? So it's, it's it won't happen. And 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 the thing is as well, like uh, eventually when you know everybody's human in it. So if you're thinking, right, they just bought this youth for 120 million and I'm mm. putting in similar performances to him and I'm still not starting, you're gonna get disgruntled, isn't it? That 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 do you know what I mean? Like if it's it's like the Sanchez effect at United, didn't it? He come in on high wages and he was shit. Yeah. Because he mm. come in on high wages and was shit, that disrupted the whole ethos of the team. And now when it came to negotiation time for everybody's contract, it was like rah, cool. My man's on three hundred and fifty or whatever. I need to be on similar amounts. Yeah, look how shit he's playing on da 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 da. So if you're going to spend one hundred and twenty million on a player, they, there's got to be no doubt. Do you know what I mean that he has to leave no doubt that I'm worth one hundred and twenty million? It's not a project thing. Like I can do a project Mbappe because even for example, like in skill set, yeah, you can say, ah, oh, cool. Like Sancho and Mbappe are similar in regards to skill set, but there's one skill set that. Mbappe is clear of everybody, and that's the PMP aspect. And in this common, in common for in 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 uh, twenty twenty, you need to have PMP, and Sancho ain't got that, and that rattles me. That like literally rattles me that he <laughs> can't go past a player on PMP because oh as well God. as the skills, you have to have both. You have to have you both. Have to have both. You have to have both, bro. You have to have both. Look at Bayern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole team set up like that. Like you that's have it. to have both. Yeah. yeah? And just just having one, just having the quick feet, and that for not not enough for me. Do, not enough. Does, for does me. Greenwood have both? Does Greenwood have both? No, but what Greenwood does have is elite finishing. He's got high, you, like, yeah, yeah. Like he he he's got an equalizer that Sancho don't have. Like Greenwood okay. can. And just he could score. also get PMP though. He could get. Yeah, PMP. He, he can get. get like I just feel like Sancho. I feel like Sancho. Obviously, we could get like Sancho is really, really young, but the type of player he looks like is he's not gonna ever gonna be like blistering. He's not gonna have that blistering pace. Mm. It's gonna be like it's gonna might beat you like in, in a two yard dash. You know what I mean, might accelerate from you, but he'll get caught. And mm. um, I even see that like against uh, when we play Iceland. Like uh, how I look at Sancho there is how I've seen him in the Champions League and how I've seen him against like better opposition or opposition with a bit more PMP. It's always the same thing is he can't just ghost past everybody um, and then, you know, play in a sick cross or whatever. It, it just doesn't happen like that. And he's not doing that in the Prem. He's not, it's not going to happen in the Prem. Like, and that tax year that I, I speak about yeah. will be heavy on Sancho. It will be 120 million. It will be heavy on Sancho. So again, yeah. I, I think he's a sick, sick player, but he's not worth the fee, um, in my opinion. And I'd be happy getting two two players for the price of one. Even like Marcus Edwards, he's, he's roughly tired, about 25 million. He's mm. phenomenal. Do you know what I mean? So uh, yeah, man. Um, yeah, I'm, 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 not, I'm not too sold on that, but we'll see what happens. So, so what do you what do you foresee? I want to I want a prediction set before we move things. On. I want I want to know okay. what's actually going to happen. So what do you foresee uh, happening? Oh yeah, Seb is Oracle as well. I yeah, exactly. Oracle <laughs> Seb. Uh, what what I see what I see is so two things. Yeah, two things is United won't get any other player, and they'll buy Central on, on like within the last two three days, and it will just be Central and Van der Beek, or. If you see United, if United get this left back here, um, we're not going to get Sancho. 
what we'll do is we'll get a left back and then you'll see us uh, bolster the squad with a Josh Crane or David Brooks or something like that. That those are the two scenarios for Man United. That's the way how we act. We'll either go we'll either go big and these will be our two signings. Or we will go and bolster the squad with these little signings like reggaeton and I don't know what's happening with Thiago and then a Josh Josh King or David Brooks and that's what will happen. Don't put Thiago. Don't put Thiago with Brooks. Yeah, the sprinkle like a little Thiago. Sprinkle, t- sprinkle Thiago, you know, in the team like that. Oh my days. So yeah, yeah, that, that's what happened. And for me, for me, give me this reggaeton, you. Give me Thiago and give me Ishmael Saar and I'm ready to go into the season. Don't like You're don't that's the press of Sancho. That's that just give me that. I feel, I feel like United are kind of like in a similar position to Arsenal. Like we're we're quite close to seeing this like dream window like, yes. unfolding before our eyes. And there's like a really, really big chance that it just does not happen and we get, <laughs> we get nothing. <laughs> but the thing is, just like the same thing. Shall, shall I tell you the difference between Arsenal and Man United is you guys have a really good coach who has a really mm. good idea and he's actually improving players. So for mm. me, this team that we currently have isn't bad. But I look at this team and I kind of uh, mix it with the coach we have. And I'm like, this coach doesn't really improve the players. He may have, like, he 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 may improve our strikers because obviously he was a striker and gives them advice, etc., whatever. But the whole team, the way the team plays, he doesn't improve. So because of that, we need to spend. Yeah, I don't feel like Arsenal need to spend that much. I feel like Arsenal are missing key pieces, 100%. However. Arteta is improving players as well. So the gap between Man United and Arsenal, what at a, at a, at a stage, it wasn't that big. Do you know what I mean? The positions were like, oh, 10th and 3rd and 10th and 4th mm. and, and whatever and 15th, wherever Arsenal was sometimes and 3rd and, 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 and whatever. But the actual points itself weren't, weren't that big. Um, and I feel like that's... You're easy. saying that now. So You're that. saying that now. You wasn't saying that before. <laughs> you was like, yo, we're hey. clear. <laughs> no, no, but we are... Listen, the thing is, yeah, we are clear of Arsenal because we've got individual quality in it. Like, and our te- as I said, again, our team's not that bad. But I believe Arteta can coach this team to another level. Nah, so where yeah. Arsenal are, they can go up another level 100% with the same 11. They may not finish in the top four. However, they will actually cause a lot of problems next season. And if they do get those players that they're after, then it's, then it's really not. And that's what, that's what teams don't want. <laughs> yeah, Arteta definitely has that kind of that underdog mentality kind of thing where he's going to overachieve. That overachiever... Mm. Yeah. status thing where in the games you don't expect him to to get anything from he's going to get something from yes. so that makes me feel a lot more confident in the group of players that we already have but again you're you're just so capped at at what he's able to achieve with what we currently have so we need to get these players over the line and you know we the season starts on um on Saturday yeah, and Saturday yeah exactly so and we still haven't addressed no, Willian, I think, actually think Willian's going to be a good signing for the first year. For the first year. Okay, that is my caveat, all right? For the first year, I think Willian's going to be quite good. And then... We're doing um, caveats, yeah? Yeah, we're doing caveats. For the first year, I think he's going to be quite good. And he might go some way to addressing some of our creativity issues. But we still not address the midfield issue. And we've still not... Um, 
we've still not uh, got that, you know, those that, that extra creative body in midfield, which we're trying to address by signing um, Party, Party and Awa. Yeah, so at the moment, it's at a standstill. We have the same news every single day. It's like, you know, oh, Arsenal put in a bid for this one. And, you know, it's, it's, it hasn't progressed as I, as I would have liked it to. But I guess these things take time, innit? When, you're, when, you're, when you ain't got any money and you're trying mm. to, you know, negotiate the lowest fee possible, then, you know, th- these things will probably take some time. So I'm, I'm quietly confident on one of them. Partey, I think, will get done. Um, Awa, I'm not too sure. Not too sure on Awa. But, um, with, with, I was going to say, with Partey, they're, they're not budging, though. They're saying... You're, they're, you're, release clause you're doing... Yeah, you're doing uh, the United thing in terms of you guys are bluffing. Like, putting yeah. down. But what, how many years on this contract does he have left? I'm not too sure, actually. I, I, I think it's... Um, I don't the, think the it's, fact that let you, me have a look. the fact that you know that tells me that he's not towards the end of his contract, isn't it? Yeah, it's not. It's not anything crazy. I've got his thing here. One second. Twenty twenty three. Yes, he's got ages left on his contract. Yeah. What? Well, yeah. Um, so but basically, what that means is that you're going to have to pay, or you're going to have to leave it. Do you know what I mean? So, um, and then I, I, I like. Yeah. I, I can't even say his name. I will, whatever. That's the Leon guy. And you know the Leon president. Awa, awa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the Leon president don't play in terms of negotiations too. So again, you probably have to put up the money or... That's why there's a rumour going around. That, that There's a rumour going around that um, we have to... So what the reason we're delaying the party deal is because Atletico want all the money up front. Um, <laughs> we can't then pay 45 million up front for Partey and then go to Leon and act the broke boy and be like, yo, we want to play on Klana for our, yeah, and be like, you know yo, fight like 10 million in store. You know what I mean? Do you know they what it sounds they like? Won't have that. They won't have that. Yeah. Do you know what it sounds like? Do you know like your, your parents or your, your family back home when you're in England, they think the streets is laced with gold. Like all of these foreign clubs are like, yeah, give us all this money up front, like just because you're from the Premier League, man. You've got to yeah, allow that, it, man. My family in Canvey Island think that as well about London, so... It's not. It's not just a. It's not just a family abroad. You know what I mean? It's. It's. That's an English thing as well. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I'm. I'm. I'm quietly confident about Partey, but while I'm not too sure about. And but there, there, there is something that kind of gives me a bit more confidence is that we're not linked to anyone else. The Coutinho links have gone dry. I think Barcelona said he's staying. Um, that besides that, there's no one else we're linked with. We're literally just linked with these two guys constantly, constantly, constantly. So that could be a good sign. And you've done business already. It's we've not like business. obviously United got Van der Beek. You've done business. You've got Gabriel. That's sorted. We've seen the we've seen the the announcement video. Um, obviously you got William too. I liked it to be honest. I I, I, didn't, I thought it was cool. It was like a little yeah. touchline frack episode, but yeah, but yeah, also. Yeah. But also, like, it's not like you guys are... Sc- I don't think you guys are... Sc- in terms of first 11, I don't think you guys are screaming out for many other kind of things. You've already got a goal score in Oba. Um, full backs, you might be still in Bellerin, so maybe that's some money to come in. I don't know about your right-back situation, but Ainsley mate and Lenaz, isn't he staying? Isn't he the new yeah. right-back or whatever? Yeah, he's staying. What? He's staying. So you've got he a good goalkeeper. Right, right, you've got a good goalkeeper in Leno. Two. Two goal, is that, do you know what I'm saying? You've got two goalkeepers. Yeah. Needs to, what I'm saying is, and, and then what Seb said before in terms of you've got a good coach. So I don't know how your form was towards the back end of last season because obviously Arteta came in halfway. But 
um, if your form was towards the top, I think there's a lot of reasons why Arsenal fans should be hopeful. I think when you're looking at Man United, mm. Chelsea and Arsenal, Chelsea can be hopeful because of all of the transfers. United, even though they haven't got Sancho over and all of this type of stuff, back end of last season, they were strong. And don't forget, back end of last season wasn't that long ago. So they can kind of come in. Obviously, no injuries as well, I don't think. So, yeah, I feel like it's looking from, from the top teams. It's, even got if you got back as well, sorry. You got exactly as and Sabios back, so like I know oh, it's boy. because you're looking for more. You want more. That's what I'm saying. You got yeah, you got, yeah, of course. You, yeah, you're in a position, bro. But it, but it, like I said, like we could actually, we could generally go into the game against um, Fulham on Saturday with El Nenny playing in midfield. Like, how the yeah. fuck does that happen? You know, but we're we're, str- we're struggling to get players in at the moment. So, um, do you know what I think it is as well? I think the bar because the bar is so high now with Liverpool. Like, just incremental improvements isn't enough. That's why Lampard's buying seven players. That's why United want to spend the bag. That's why you've got two or three players, but you're acting like, Lewis, you're acting like you haven't signed anyone. Do you know what I mean? It's so, like, true. It's true. You have to. We've got to, William yeah, on a free. We've got Saliba, who's come um, back as well. So, you know, we're, yeah, we're, we're, we've, got some, we've got some reinforcements in. So, I can't, you know, it's just, the, it's just the areas we struggled the most last season is creativity and we... Willian's going to go some way to fix it, but we, I wouldn't Pepe? trust... You, you, at the top of this have. pod, at the top of this pod, you called Pepe and Ziyech one and the same. You done the meme. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I said, I said so, he's more refined version. He's a more refined version. Like, Pepe's still got a bit of work to do in it. So, yeah, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I, don't, I think Ziyech is better, definitely. I think Ziyech is better, definitely. Um... But yeah, um, let's let's talk a little bit about some other clubs then um, who have done some interesting business so far. So um, one of them being, um, well, Everton are kind of like in the 12th volume of Everton spend shitloads of money hoping to buy a team that will get them into the top four. And um, this season might actually be the one season where I kind of believe in the project. Like I'm seeing they bought Allen, they're going to buy Decore and they're going to get Hammers as well. So it's like, I'm yeah. kind of believing in it a little bit, you know. That midfield is a, is a game changer already when you think about it. Like, it's, 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 I don't know if it's better than any of the current top four midfields, but it'd be up there, right? The thing is, so, like, yeah, I'll, I'll quickly go. So, basically, like, Alan's 29, uh, I think. I think James is 29. So, these are, these are players at the peak. This is not... Because, to be fair, like... Usually, whatever Arsenal do fans would go they nuts, buy no players. resale value. Yeah, exactly. So I'm saying so, but obviously, Ancelotti's worked with both Alan and he's worked with James Rodriguez. So this is not he; they're not unknown quantities for him. He knows these players, so he's saying that. Like, cool, I've worked with them before. They can come in straight away and do a job. Now, obviously, what Everton are doing is they've brought in a big manager. They're backing them with players, but when when it comes down to it, like Wolves have bought. Uh, we'll go into other players, but Wolves have bought Fabio. So there's there's so many like teams in the round that kind of scrappy part, and everyone's yeah. gonna be spending money. So like it's gonna be difficult. Like even them spending that money, that doesn't guarantee shit. Do you know what I mean? They'll that, they'll they'll probably keep them around sick. Yeah, or around uh, the rest of the team is still quite weak, like defensively, and they still got Calvert Lewin up front. I know Calvert Lewin's alright, but I mean. Defense. He's, he's not exactly like a, a prime time shooter. Not, so every, everyone loves Richarlison. Everyone, I don't know. I don't understand it. I'm I not gonna him. lie. I'm not saying that he's bad. You love him too. Mm. Why? I think he's he's only one. He's only 23. Yeah, and it's all action. 
Like he can literally do yeah. everything. So like, if you want a, a physical striker, he can he can be a, he, he can, can be a physical that. striker. If you want him to play on the left or the right, he can do that. Like I yeah. I I wanted him at United before he we went to Everton. Now it would just be impossible. The price would be too yeah, much because yeah. it would be seventy million. I think that's yeah, my yeah. thing. Like people talk about him like he's a seventy million guy, but yeah, I would, I spend yeah, it. yeah, yeah. No, I wouldn't spend seventy million or whatever. But ju- when he when he when he was going to Everton, I would have taken him because. 100%. For me, yeah, I feel like again his end product sometimes it lacks, but everything else is really, really good, really, really good. Um, and I think he's a good player. And just going back on Everton, like they start, they, sorry, they ended. Um, so the back end of last season, they ended really, really well. Um, mm. so just say from like January to uh, when the season finished, they actually done really, really well. They got, um, you know. The formation they wanted to play together at times, Lewin and uh, Richarlison, there was just a two and just being absolute menaces mm-hmm. up top. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Just being a pain. Lewin was in a form of his life and stuff like that. I feel like having the midfield that can actually play um, and also having a midfield that's mobile when you buy people like the core and stuff like that definitely puts them up there. But one thing I'm ha- one thing I, I like like you, Daniel, you was happy with all these signings. We uh, uh, you was happy with all these signings coming in. Um, mm. I'm happy that the level of the prem is improving. It's going up. Yeah, mm. and I need that to happen because um, you can't just have teams <laughs> run away only losing one game or you know what I mean losing a couple of yeah. games people start to get gassed and stuff like that we need you know real competition where I say yeah, okay yeah, yeah when, when, when there's real competition because I feel like for example yeah if the level of the Prem goes up right now and it's like six seven eight teams that are just really really good um or that can get a result from each other or whatever if a team goes on mm-hmm. now to win a treble or to do what Liverpool done, or to do what City done, for me that holds way more merit than the last three, four seasons. So I'm interested to see if you know what the what the teams that came sixth, seventh, and and eighth do, um, the signings they make, and how they kind of improve the quality. Because you, even when you think about the big games last season as well, um, you know City, well probably not less or so less uh, City, but Liverpool just guy and, and just getting results like regardless. Mm. Just getting results, just getting results. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So. Well, what what Seb is saying is right as well because if you're thinking about a title race, you don't want to have to. Do you know when you, when you're seeing like when your rivals play like an Everton? Oh, easy. It shouldn't be. You just know, yeah, yeah. yeah it sh- it shouldn't be that. And so like the fact that everyone's improving, it's like okay, cool. Like everyone can drop. Like that makes it a better race. Everyone can drop um, points anywhere. But yeah, just in general as well, I want all of the talent in England. Do you know what I mean? Because La Liga mm. seems dead. Messi wants out, Suarez is out, that, that league is dead. And you're like the competition as well. It's not just about the, the teams at the top, it's also about the quality in the teams lower. So yeah. Ever, Everton mm, are doing bits. Yeah. Um Everton doing bits. Wolves, they, they just spent thirty six million on an eighteen year old. I heard this guy is a wonder kid. I see so I heard he's I heard he's banged at youth level, but senior level yeah. I don't think he scored, does he? I I don't I haven't I haven't completely tracked it, but I remember I was checking like just the Portuguese youth, and this was when I found out about Jao Felix when he was coming through, and he was like Porto's version. So obviously Jao Felix was at Benfica. I think, don't quote me on it, but I think he's the son of a former player. But um, yeah, the good thing about him, he's. Do you know you're talking about um, Richarlison in terms of a striker that's tenacious as well? So like mm-hmm. he's tenacious, but he's got a little bit of Portuguese. Son of Jorge Silva. 
Yeah, exactly. So, like, he's been in the game. And we see that a bit more in terms of football players' sons coming through. But, yeah, like, he, he's a big talent. He's been... Um, he's very tenacious, but then he's also got that kind of Portuguese flair. Uh, I won't say... Agu- I won't say... Don't put Aguero into your mind, but you know those kind of smaller um, strikers that kind of do those cut, those feints and those cuts and then score? Mm-hmm, he, does, mm-hmm. he does a little bit of that. But we'll, we'll have to see. With, with uh, I don't think he's had, um, like that many games in the Portuguese season for you to look at his stats to see, okay, how many goals he can score. But mm. I think when you're, when you're looking at Wolves, they've got, um, it was it Jimenez up front. Um, and they, I don't think they've got much beyond that. So yeah, again, they're, they're improving their depth. Yeah. That's, that's quite a risky one though. 36 million on an 18 year old. Like that's. It's never yeah, risky yeah, because yeah. They, they can flip him. They can flip him. It's more risky spending on a 29 year old. They could, but then like, like, I didn't Everton do similar with um, I know it's a bit different, but didn't who was that guy Everton signed that Sandro guy? Was he wasn't he like 20 and they spent and they spent like 35 million on him or something? They still can't get rid of him. Do you remember what I'm talking about? Sandro, yeah, but the the thing is, yeah, like again, like this you that um, Wolf just bought has like um, you know, that's that uh, hype, that mini hype that um, you know, some you know, youth players have, he has, he has a little bit of that and he's mm. highly rated uh, in Portugal. And yeah, so I feel like it's a bit different from just buying some unknown. To be fair, or... I think Sandro Ramirez played like first team as well. Like he was, I think he came but... off the back of a decent season when he did join. And I don't it's think like... anyone, I don't think anyone remembers the Sandro guy, but yeah, the, um, Fabio Silva, he's got a banging YouTube compilation in it. So like, that's what I need. Yeah. It, yeah, I'm I'm, just get rid of this Sandro Ramirez comparison. They went for five million. I thought they bought him for more yeah. than that. No, just I, 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 I don't know. Worry, about. Yeah, I'm just chatting shit. I'm just chatting shit. All right, cool. So, um, so Everton done some decent business. Wolves look like they're doing some decent business. They've um, then you got like teams like Leeds. Leeds are people expecting Leeds to do well this season because yes, you know, they've got Bielsa, who is mm. you know like I mean that's another landmark for the Premier League to attract such a you know, a prestigious coach, you know, someone who has influenced probably, what, three or four of the current Premier League managers. So it's, it's going to be interesting to see how, how you know, how that, how that plays out. Um, they've, they've spent some money this summer already. You know, they've got this Rodrigo guy from um, Valencia. They spent $27 million mm. on him. They got Helder Costa, um, which they, who they bought from Wolves. I think Helder Costa was there on loan last season, wasn't he? Haverty's Furniture is here to help you get set for the season with up to $1,000 off. So you can set the stage with style and set the bar more beautifully. So why not settle in together on a new sofa? Because being at home doesn't mean having to settle for less. Even though the holidays feel a little different this year, Haverty's Furniture can help you create the perfect holiday setting with up to $1,000 off plus 0% interest. The available AKG 36 speaker sound system in the Cadillac Escalade provides 360-degree sound, so you hear studio sound on the road. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. Think. Let me check. Uh, yeah, he was on loan at them. So, um, And then they bought a few other guys as well. They bought a centre-back from Germany for 10 million. So what, what are you guys expecting of Leeds? I know it's a bit difficult because none of us can really say we sit here and watch the championship week in, week out. But what, what do you think mm. we can expect from Leeds? Because people are saying 
they could be a contender for top eight. Yeah, I think it's going to be like the Swansea effect. You know when Swansea came in the Prem uh, back then mm. and they played really, really good football. And yeah. It was really, really good. I feel like the sim- uh, similar thing's going to happen. I, I, I definitely feel like um, the games kind of change with the championship. Do you know what I mean? The teams that come in and play good football and have a good system can do really well in the Prem. Whereas, you know, a lot of Prem still rely on individuals rather than the coaching aspect. The championship teams, the teams that get promoted, they really do coach their teams. So I feel like... And Bielsa, Bielsa's got top players in his team. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. And it just goes back to my point about the quality of the Prem. Do you know what I mean? Now we've got... So I say, like, Wolves are, like, the old-school um, Spurs... You know, like when Spurs were like not good, mm. but they were they were they were loading. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, they're around, and then obviously yeah. you've got Everton that are looking to come back. You've got a Leeds that possibly could be like the new Swansea, and still then Leicester. Like, yeah, yeah, you've got oh, fucking no, you still got Leicester. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, do you know what I'm saying? So this is this is exactly what um you know the prem needed like a, a higher quality of of mid table teams, and then obviously. In mid table, you've got Arsenal. So yeah, like it's. Really- this <laughs> 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 so, is getting better, Such man. It's getting better, man. Rah, <laughs> where did that come from? But yeah, show. also don't forget Sheffield United. This Sheffield United got promoted oh, yes. last season, right? Oh, yes. Yeah. But you know no, what yeah. I mean? So like, yeah, really we don't even have to go far. back to Swansea. Yeah. We don't have to go back to Swansea to look for an example of a team to come up with no names, yes. but just a good manager, Chris Wilder, good manager, and so Bielsa. Um, obviously, like you said before, like he's world-renowned almost. But apart from that, in terms of scouting, one thing I like about Leeds is they don't seem to just be looking at a championship because a championship mm-hmm. team can come up and what they can try and do is buy all the best of our players in the championship mm. or just buy the lower, like from the, the shitter players from the Premier League. But because obviously Bielsa's like a world-traveled man, like they're looking far for a field as well. And so they're bringing in quality as well because the Premier League can do that, bruv. When you're the, the 20th team in the Premier League, you're still richer than most teams in every other league so it's mm. good when you can kind of actually maximize that and like I said I think like we're all saying let's just bring in quality bro like as a league let's just bring in the quality and level up man City have done that like they brought in uh they've spent big on Nathan Ake and they've brought this Ferran Torres not not seen him but I've heard good things about him seen and they've him. gone quietly about some business they brought a lot of young players like they've brought um this Jan Kuto that that right back I don't know if you guys have seen him but I watched a compilation video because Arsenal were linked with him and he looks he really good? really good uh-huh, yeah he I've looks quality it. so he's a Brazilian right back I don't know if he's like staying or if he's going back out alone or whatever but but obviously he, Walker's Walker's getting age on his side isn't it so we've seen him yeah. in the England team and he was like yeah you can he see he's aging in it <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, he it? was rattled. Anything. I always forget about Carl Walker. I always forget that he's like still playing. He's good though. He's good mm-hmm. though. But I, but like he's getting to that age where he needs a replacement. And I think where it is is in terms of forget about just age, but just the fatigue of um, a lot of them have won so much. A lot of them aren't as hungry, especially when it comes to the Premier League. Mm. So I think it makes sense for City to look at the younger market in terms of let's try and get some players in that can build this new generation with the Foden's coming through. And so Ferran Torres, he's a young baller. And obviously, um, Sane left. So they probably want someone to, just to come in that can fill in when Sterling or Maris isn't playing. But City, they need to do, I think, a bit more work in terms of a striker because 
like I think a lot of us said, I know that um, Aguero played half the season and Jesus played the other half, but it just feels like they need more kind edge up, up top, I think. Yeah, yeah, no, it's true. Um, uh, Spurs, they've they've done some sign. They beat. Uh, they've got. Um, they've got Premier League. They've just. They've got Doherty, Hoiberg, Joe Hart. Like, what's what's going on? What's Jose up to over there? Like, he's, that's he's... that's Jose, man. That's mm. that's Jose all over. And I, I do you know, I for the first time in a long time, I signed up to the um, fantasy Premier League. And Doherty, I've never. I don't even know one. who this shoot is. Yeah, exactly. That, that's a, some, a quick plug. We started that. People tell you that he's the best right back in the Premier League. He's good. Bam. He's good. He's good. I, I don't I've, I don't even know this guy. I saw. I probably said, but I went to Fantasy Premier League. He's one of the highest. He's one of the highest in terms of points. And shit he gets like that. bare so points. He must be yeah, good. yeah. He gets bare points. Very he gets good. a lot of because he was playing that right wing back role, wasn't it? So, that's why. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, yeah. He gets he gets the midfield stats and he gets the defensive oh, stats okay. as well. So he's like, it's. I had him in my fantasy team last season as well. It's just a cheat code, really, to get like mm. Wolves players in, like to play wing back and stuff because they get the best of both worlds for points. So um, yeah, yeah. yeah, he's he, he. They've got him and they've got Hoiberg, Pepson for fifteen million. So. I don't know they're they're going to need... I think one of the things they've been chasing for like a couple of seasons is a good enough backup. Someone that's willing to play backup to Kane, but Ooh. at the same time is... Like, again, same, when... when talk, exactly. And that's just yeah. so difficult to get. I, I think a couple of you... I think a couple of you guys were saying Callum Wilson would be a good backup. But the, I think he's going to Newcastle. He is. Castle. But what, what I'm saying is the drop is too... Even with Callum Wilson, the drop's too much. Too much, um, yeah. So, yeah. You, you, it, for someone like Kane as well, yeah, with his injuries, because even like a, a, a random poll on my Twitter yesterday, Kane finished just, I know, and it, just, it was like really, really split. Do you know what I mean? Like it was, it was, it was quite split. Um, but I feel like with the injuries, this would be the prime time for Spurs to use their scouting and go get like a 20, 19-year-old. Do you know what mm. I mean? Mm. Like a 19-year-old yeah, yeah, yeah. that, uh, you know, that's... Someone like Wolfstein, maybe. Yes, exactly. Somebody like that, mm. that can, you know, come off the bench, get 30 minutes here, and then slowly you see how Kane goes and then whether you phase him out and then you start introducing it. Do you know what I mean? And I thought yeah. like this would be the prime time to now invest in another striker. Yeah, only thing is Mourinho, like, because it's Mourinho, he's more yeah, yeah, going to go with experience. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's yeah, going to go yeah, with yeah, experience. Yeah. The other, yeah. the other end of the probably side, try to sign Giroud alone or something like that. But, yeah, Diego, I feel like they're linked with Diego Costa. Um, yeah, yeah. But obviously Diego Costa... <laughs> Diego Costa, his record since living in Chelsea has been whack. It's been terrible. Um, Even for a period yeah. at Chelsea, no, it got worse, didn't it? It got really bad, didn't it? Yeah, g- generally, like, half the season, so, like, from January to May, he didn't score. So he'd do all of his work from... Do you know, it's like, if it's 2018-2019, he'll play for the 2018 bit. After yeah. the bracket, after, sorry, after the dash, he's not playing, he's not scoring. But, yeah, like, he's been trash um, at Atletico. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then finally, just um, a couple more teams. Like, so West Brom have done some decent business. They're another team who have come up. They've um, signed this Diangana guy from West Ham. I think Diangana and Pereira, they were at West Brom last season to get them promoted. Apparently, mm. they're, they're two really, 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 really good players. I'm West thinking, Ham are fuming. West yeah, Ham yeah, are fuming. Heard, yeah. That's I what I'm thinking. That. That's what I'm thinking because all of the fans are fuming and I'm thinking Mad. I'm this, guy play. I this guy must be sick because yeah. I've never wait, seen a reaction yeah. like this yeah never seen I a reaction like players coming out on Twitter last season yeah 
Players coming the, out the first tour, yeah. and but this Diangana yeah. guy was apparently their best player. So yeah, I went I went to because it's like it kind of flipped my mind because I thought I should know the way they're tweeting about this player, I was thinking I should know this player as well because he's English too. Mm-mm. Um so yeah, I yeah. checked him out. It looks it looks he's decent, even got an under twenty one cap. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, he's played for mm. under 20s as well. Um they they, yeah. they flipped on that one. West Brom are also interested in Bachuayi. Um that'd be interesting. So that front three might be naughty. Yeah. yeah, because this uh, Pereira guy got 20 assists in the championship last season. Mad. Oh, Pereira, yeah, he was one of the best players like, in, in yeah, the yeah. championship. Yeah, yeah, He yeah, was yeah. really, really good. Like, I think he, I think he plays right wing, he's left-footed, if, I'm, if, I, if mm-hmm. I can remember correctly or whatever. But yeah, he, him, Ben Rama, those were, yeah, two of the stand-up players of uh, the championship last season. Yeah. Um, and then just lastly, Liverpool, um, they've signed a left-back um, who looks quite good, this Simakas guy. Um, do you think, I know they're linked with Thiago, but um, do you think Liverpool fans will be a little bit worried? Like, I was hoping we'd have a Liverpool fan on because I wanted to try and get their perspective on, like, their business so far. And I, I, I'm mm. of the personal belief that if they don't make just some, just some changes, just an injection of new life, I think things mm. could get stale quite quickly. And, you know, a couple defeats, a certain mentality could start to sink in. And I just feel like they could do with some new additions. What do you guys think? I think Liverpool fans will be happy enough now because obviously they've come off of a Premier League win and a Champions League before and all those other cups. However, if shit hits the fan, they are going to be livid. I think it's going to be one of those ones where they'll wait because, look, it happened last season. They didn't sign anyone and they were fine. So mm. they're going to keep quiet. But if shit hits the fan, they're going to be livid because it's one of those things where if you look at history, there's not many teams that have gone on to win again, as in to keep to retain it. Yeah. And so this is Liverpool's opportunity. Obviously, it took them 30 years to win it. And it's not often that people retain it. So really and truly, Liverpool should be throwing a bag to make sure that okay, cool. That there's new, there's new blood around. That basically, there's no excuses. So no one can say, oh, they should have done this. They should have done that. Really and truly, like, because you only really get one chance. Now, I get the fact that maybe they planned before. Okay, cool. Let's upload all of our money on spent, um, signing on Van Dyke, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Then maybe we can go for a couple of seasons without spending. However, it's just one of those things where, in terms of um, the opportunity to do to go back to back champions, because. They won it. They didn't just win it. They won it convincingly. Mm. So for me, as a Liverpool fan, I would be I would be quite angry, um, just because you don't get. Like, sometimes people forget when they're in it. I remember when when Chelsea was winning under Mourinho the first time. All I could see was we're going to dominate for the next ten years. Mm. But the Premier League isn't like that. So when, no. once you're dominating, you got to make sure that you keep on pushing the envelope because as we've seen. Wolves, Everton, Chelsea are signing seven players. One thing I know about the Premier League is that your competition doesn't rest. When you set a new bar, they'll meet it. I remember when Man City was dominating. You can't. Mm. When Man City was dominating and they were flying away, everybody thought, okay, cool, no one's going to catch them. Liverpool came out of nowhere. Do you know what I mean? So now Liverpool are leading the race. Man, maybe it's because they don't have experience of being leaders and leading. But one one, (laughs) quick shot in there. But what I'm saying is, like, once you're leading, you have to go full throttle. This is where you've got to put your foot down because... You can only get one one chance to write history, and like, yeah, okay, you won a Champions League, you won a league, but really and truly, like Leicester, like we've said it before, and this is not just me kind of playing down Liverpool's achievements, but there's been teams that have won the Premier League once. Do you know what I mean? Um, you only become like 
you only really become up there when you win it like one, once, twice, three times on the bounce. And so, yeah, I think Liverpool, look, they could go on and they could dominate again. But if it doesn't happen like that, Liverpool fans are going to be livid because they've missed the opportunity. Liverpool, Liverpool, Liverpool are going to burn out this season. You can't do rock and roll three times, three three seasons in a row. <laughs> it's not, it's not, it's not yeah. going to happen, is it? And, and been the thing is, lucky with injuries as well. I know I sound yeah, so good. Oh my that, god, three years in a row. No, no, they have any key injuries. Like, come on. They have, they, no, they, they have been really, really lucky. Again, Liverpool are a great, great team, and I feel like they're really, really good. And I don't see them having like a crazy fall off. However, I just feel like it's just not humanly possible for you to play the same type of football that you played uh, for two seasons in a row. Mm. Even the back end of last season, you saw that things started to slow down. Even like, even even this season in general, like it wasn't more so like steamroller. It was sometimes it was a bit more tactical. Sometimes somebody had to come out and bail them out. And again, as like Dan said, it's may, it might it may be the experience of not winning, um, but um, yeah, you never ever rest. That was one of of a, Liverpool had an air of invincibility about them this season. Like I think I remember, yes. especially early on during the season. Remember they would go, they'll be, they'll be. I think there was a game they were like one 0 down in like the ninetieth minute or something, and they still mm. won. But you still felt like. They were going to score the goals, you know, to, to win and, the game. One hundred percent. Them to lose a game. And what and what kind of maybe carried them over is because they came so close to the season before. Mm-hmm. So every single match where they needed to pull it out of the hat, that pain from the season before of doing getting so many points but not winning the league, that probably carried them over. But now they're fat. Do you know what I mean? Now yeah. they've won. They've partied. You know that 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 hangover after they've, they've won, been on holiday for six carry months. on into the season. Uh, it's it's the it's the mentality there. That's that's it's going to be important. It's like it's one thing to win it, but what what how do you know like they they're not just comfortable or we've won the prem that was like mm. the biggest thing we needed to do we're comfortable now mm. like let's just make sure we maintain top four. Do you know what I mean like yeah. we don't know. Uh, what they what they want to achieve, what their goals are. Do you know what I mean? And mm. even if their goals are to go and do a back to back program or whatever, are players hungry? Do they have exactly. experience of? Do you know what I mean? Doing a back to back. These are all things that are very very important. When they go one nil down, are they going to be able to fight as hard as they fought last season mm. to go and you know win two one with five minutes to go or stuff like yeah. that? So these are the things that are going to happen. And then on top of that, it's like, cool, when you're winning, you can t- you can keep your team together. If you don't win this season and mm. Real Madrid come knocking for Salah or, or, or Barca come knocking for Mane, what's happening? Do you know what I'm trying to say? So these yeah, are all 100%. things, um, you know, in the next 12 months, it's going to be it's going, yeah. it's going to be interesting to see what happens with Liverpool. Yeah, because Definitely. don't forget, Werner didn't want to come Chelsea. He wanted to go Liverpool. And so at this point, Liverpool are the place to be. And I think they need to fight to keep that. Oh, yeah, actually, Liverpool is the place to be. And Man City are just there for them to look at. You can have... I think at the top of the season, a lot of people said Man City have the best squad. You can have the best squad. You can even have the best 11. It doesn't necessarily mean you're going to win. Do you know what I mean? So, like, just looking around, I think uh, people say it, but in the dressing room, when you get someone new, do you know what I'm saying? Just around, it kind of lifts them up saying, okay, cool. There's at least that impetus. Or even if it's just competition. So, yeah, it's like 100%. I think that their 11 is so sick that they could go another season and win just with that 11 if they all keep fit. But again, like with everything we've discussed, I feel like if um, if the train does stop and it does come to a halt, Liverpool fans will be will be livid. Mm. 
if mm. they don't buy if they don't buy players. Yeah, I agree. Um, let's do some listeners' questions then before we wrap things up. Um, so I'm just going to do a quick fire one. So um, Jack and Max ask uh, tips for breakout players this PL season. Also, which sign-ins so far do you think will have the most impact on their team? So let's address the first one, um, the first point first. Like any breakout players this season. Um, could, doesn't have to be signings, could just be players who are already established and maybe, uh, you know, are going to have that, that killer season that's going to put them on the map. You know what, I'll say this before Seb gets in, but I think Greenwood, because it's almost like he's more of a first-team player now, and towards the end of last season, just the rate he was scoring at, we hadn't seen it from an English player since. I think he's one of the best in terms of, like, the first season. So I think Greenwood, seeing him over a full season... That'll be amazing. Um, Chelsea wise, I feel like that was kind of shady there. What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? Seeing him over a full season, like no, 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 it's not even that. No, no, no. I've got stocks okay. in Greenwood. That's my, that's my boy. I just want to okay. see him over a full season. Okay, 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 okay. I think I just thought you were leaving something in there. You know, leaving, leaving something in there. So. No, 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 no. Is that no? I never, never with Greenwood. But um, Chelsea wides Havertz. I'm going to be looking forward to seeing him, as you know. Um, I want to see what if he can a, adapt quickly. What, what about Ruben? Huh? <laughs> Not this cheap, man. He needs a load, bro. He, he, needs, <laughs> he needs a load. I know he's 25. Alone at 25. I just, like I said before, with Lampard, he rotates so much. And so I just don't see him getting regular football. Like, fingers crossed he does. I still think he's sick. I actually think, um, and maybe this might take some stocks off Havertz's name, but I, I just feel like, I think that... Um, Havertz is very similar to Ruben. I think they're both mm. very similar. The only thing is Havertz is robust. Like he will stay fit, but I think they're they're very similar players. Um it's a shame. I think I think Loftus Cheek is a high quality player, but as like Banter will run because he doesn't get on a pitch enough. Do you know what I mean? So mm. when you're not on a pitch and you can't control your destiny, people can't see how good you are. But yeah, we I don't even know if he's gonna be playing this season. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Seb, any any tips for a breakout player this season? Um, Got your eyes on anyone? Calvin Phillips uh, at Leeds. Um, mm. He'll be definitely like people respect him. I've I've, I've been you know watching him. Uh, I watched him last season. I really really liked him. In fact, I actually said I'd take him at United. I, I, and very early on, I said he should be in the England squad because I feel like that's what England needed. So I'm happy he was actually in the squad. I don't know um, what his role will be um, consistently, but. Um, yeah, I was happy you got into the England squad. Who else was I? Do you know, do you know who I am? I'm looking out for Aaron Ramsdale just because obviously okay. Dean Henderson was at Dean Henderson was at Sheffield United and yeah. there's a bit about was he great or was is, are Sheffield United just great defensively? Ah, uh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So just to see Aaron Ramsdale in Sheffield United because he's tipped as a good goalkeeper. He's a little bit on the short side, but I want to see if he can kind of keep those levels that Dean Henderson set. And also, it'll be interesting to see what Dean Henderson does as well because obviously, mm. like him and De Gea, that you know, fighting fighting words from Dean Henderson in the media, him saying that he's coming to United. He's you know, he's always he's always wanted to play for United, and his his vision is to be Man United's number one, and that's the reason why he's staying here. 
Um, so I feel like Henderson is uh, providing the, the much needed competition to hear his, you know, he, he's missed that because he's just been too comfortable. And I heard he was really, really good for, for Spain the other day. But I'm telling you, United fans, don't get gassed. It could have just been one game. So it, it, United are in a win-win position. It's either Dean Henderson mm-hmm. uh, displaces uh, De Gea and he's really, really good or De Gea steps up the levels and he's back. Do you know what I'm trying to say? So, so it's a win-win for me. Yeah, was the man. game that was the game that he he was good at um, good at against Germany? Yeah, 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 yeah. I know he's gonna say I, that. I, I swear, that's what <laughs> is that when Villa? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, cool. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think of who would be a breakout player for Arsenal. I don't know. I can't. I'm, I'm, I want to. I want to say Pepe. You know, I feel like he's gonna have a good second season. Now. Oh shit! I don't know if I want to put my. I don't. Wanna, I don't know if I'm all in on that yet. You, so you've got you've got Pepe, you've got Ceballos still. These nah, are people. So Ceballos, like... Ceballos already established, mate. Yeah, he's already established one of the best <laughs> right, one mate. of the best midfielders in the Premier League. So he's, he's, okay. that's not a break. That's not a breakout. He's already he's already broke out. Yeah, he's already okay, broke out. So we don't, we don't need to worry about it. Maybe Saliba. It might take him a while to get into the team, but then once he's there, I think he's going to be top top. So maybe Saliba. I'm gonna I'm gonna put my breakout in in Saliba. I think I think he's going to be considered as like top centre-back come end of the season. Mm. Um, K-N-L-S-O-N-I. Um, he says, considering the spending and calibre of players side, what constitutes success or failure for Chelsea this season? They've got, they definitely have to maintain top four because they've set that levels now. And all I heard last season was their excuses in terms of, oh, we missed Hazard, etc., etc. We've spent the bag. I know it's a lot of players to integrate, but to finish out of top four is a step backwards. Um, and I think it was even kind of, it was, it was kind of like a false top four this season. I'm not even going to lie because really and truly the points we finished with was sixth. So really, um, I think top four, I don't think we have to win. Um, I don't think we have to win the league, but I definitely think that we should be challenged in for, for at least some of the season. I don't mind if we drop off, but yeah, just in and around that kind of title race. Fair enough. Um, Miraculous Miri asks, with Messi's reluctant agreement to see out the rest of his contract at Barcelona, it opens the door for other clubs to race for his signature. What structure incentives, incentives would they need to put in place to prize the little magician away from a likely move to Man Shaky? So is there anything Barcelona can do to keep Messi happy? Um, Xavi would have to go in as president. Because uh, I think... Just get all the boys pres- back, yeah? Yeah, I think the next president uh, presidential election is in a year or two. Mm. But uh, and I heard Chevy was touted to you know be running for that. So if Chevy was the next president and Messi had more of a well, he, I don't know how much more control he wants, but has more control in regards to the, the, the destiny, um, because he's saying that the 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 team had no vision, there is no plan. So obviously he's probably not involved in that bit or whatever. He probably says yes or, or okay to do you want to play with my man or not. But um, in regards to the overall direction and you know maybe long term planning, he may not be involved in that. So maybe he may not he may need to be involved in that and then bring some of his boys uh, from way back, um, <laughs> and, and then maybe even bring back Pep. You know what I mean? Like Pep, because Pep. Um, mm. I'd like to see what Pep does with our old Messi. Do you know what I'm saying? 
because them two, them two without each other, it's a bit funny and a lot. Yeah, do you know what I mean? So, Messi's won Champions Leagues without Pep. Yeah, one. With a supporting cast, he still had his boys support- there, Iniesta. Do you know yeah, what I mean? I Neymar to save him as well, so... Oh, really? yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, yeah at, be... at Argentina, he won this. Do you know what I mean? Without that Nish. supporting cast, do you know what I'm saying? So, loads of players win this yeah. at international level. No, I know, but what I'm saying no, is it's not just that. Like, I think what <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, I, I feel like what I'm um, saying is right because obviously he wants to go Man City and, and Pep is there. That's possibly something that they can do, um, um, to keep him. The only thing is now it's like. If they like, didn't, didn't they say that every single season he can walk for free? Yeah, before a certain yeah, date, is so, or something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so like, I just feel like because it's COVID, like they don't have any money. Do you know what I mean? They don't have any money, so I, I think it makes sense to sell them now because if he walks for free next season, then they're missing out on all of that money to pump back into the squad. So for me, it should be more like try and get as much money as you can now because next season he could just walk for free. Mm. Mm. Um, do you think it'd be too late next season for him to come to the Prem though do you, do you think that's like I, I, if, if he's going to come I would want him to come this season I feel like he's got maybe like one season left in him like one, one season left in the tank yeah I mean like the, the deal is structured so that he spends I think one or two seasons max here and mm. then he goes to um, America but even that second season, it's probably going to be a season of him not starting every single game, et cetera, et cetera. And this is almost going to be like a... Fail- like if he does come to Premier League, which it probably doesn't look like it's happening, it'll be more like a farewell tour. So like, it would just see, it would just be answer that question, can Messi do it on a Tuesday night? Do you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. um, I, I agree. I don't want to see him here at 34, 35. Like, There's just no point. We don't get the, the world-class Messi. Mm. L. Joyce asks, um, what does it mean to be a generational player for you? So this generational word gets tarted out oh, a bit. The G, the G word. The G word, yeah. The G word gets tarted out a bit. What's, what's generational it for gets you? Tar- but it gets tarted out by Lewis and then it gets attributed to me, to me, to every, like... I mean, I can't help that, can I, mate? Yeah, I can't help it. <laughs> I can't help what people attribute to you and don't attribute to me. That's that white privilege there, I guess generational for me um it seems like the, in the true sense of the word it's a once in the generation type of player but when you say um, generation are you talking about like what generation are you talking about like an english generation or a global generation you're talking about global generation right okay. from, from what i understand of it anyway so i think a lot of people would agree mbappe neymar um these these guys that go on to lead to be the best of that generation. Do you know what I mean? To be the best of that generation. So I feel like people want clarification because people like Greenwood is being called generational. Is he generational? Hey, I, I don't know who said that. Don't, don't try it. Well, <laughs> if Lewis is going to put shit on my players, I'm going to put stock. I'm hearing Martinelli being called generational. No, no you have not. You know what I'm saying? So mad, mad names. Do you know what I mean? No, no more madder than Ruben Loftus-Cheek, though. Yeah. No, no one said that. No one definitely said that, bro. <laughs> Meads definitely said it. Meads is 100% Meads, Meads agreed with me. Meads was like, yeah, 100%. Get, well, get the receipts. Get, get the receipts. Send it. I'll edit it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> 
So, um, so who would be the generational talent right now? So, uh, can you have more than how many? How many generational talents can you have at a time? Sure, because, because Messi, Messi, and Cristiano, I guess, are both generational talents. I think it's just yeah. yeah, just leading that generation. I think is Neymar not a generational talent then? Yeah, but then okay. I, I don't, I don't, I don't consider them. Don't forget, they're like four or five years older. Yeah, do you know what I mean? So then, like especially with football, when your career, the, the, like the career length is from like eighteen to thirty-four, I'd say six years apart. That's different generations. But um, mm. what if you're asking about the next generation? What Sancho has done in the Bundesliga, and I know we've had questions about the tax and how much we can kind of attribute it to the Bundesliga. But what he's done in the Bundesliga hasn't been matched. Do you know what I mean? So he's got potential to be that player. Um, I know we haven't spoken about the English, in the England match, but like his numbers look generational. But sometimes when I see him play on the field, it doesn't match it. Do you know what I mean? But if he can, mm. if he can do those numbers in the Premier League, then yeah, he can be he can be a generational player. Seb, um, it'd be Trent for me. Um, yeah, Trent. Trent for me is the, a generational the, like, right back or a generational. It's just a generational talent mm-hmm. in regards yeah. to um, how he, he, he plays the game, um, just how good he is uh, in his position. He's probably, he, he might be the best right back in the world right now. I can't, I'm just saying that off the head. I can't, I can't, can't think of um, right backs in my head. Maybe Hakimi's up there um, as well. But again, that's a different skill set. Um, anyway, yeah, maybe Akimi's, <laughs> yeah. So, but that's a that's a different skill set. But I definitely feel like with what Trent has won as well, and he what he he's played a part in everything. I feel like mm. he definitely deserves um, that tag. Um, I'd say maybe Rashford, Haaland, um, no, nah, not Haaland. Uh, um, I thought he was gonna say Havertz. I thought he was gonna say, but I don't even want to put that freshman. No, don't get too happy, bro. No, no, nah, I don't want to put that freshman. Yeah, yeah. Start with a ha. What did you say, Rashford? <laughs> yeah, come on, man. You know. Oh yeah, because oh yeah, because of course when you tell Mbappe to come outside, of course you're gonna be putting him there. Okay. Yeah, yeah you, can't, you can't exactly. You can't. You can't have one in there and not the other. It doesn't. All right, um, since we haven't spoken about England, then let's make the last qu- listener question about England. So Sam Nahokic asks, um, as it's International Week, what do you lot think is England's start- strongest starting eleven if everyone is fit? So we saw we saw an an England team face Ireland yesterday. I, I, Ireland, Iceland, sorry, who seemed to be England's mm. like bogey team. Like every time we played them, I, I feel like we just don't play very well. And um, um, I didn't see the game, so. I'm, from the sounds of things, I'm glad I didn't waste any time watching it. But um, yeah, what would you guys? What would you guys say um, is England's strongest eleven? Because we've got a lot of quality, man. A lot oh. more quality than I can think of that England's had for a long time. Yeah, hundred, hundred. Uh, for me, like it's funny because we was having a debate in the chat just before well, while the match was going on, and this was like, "Oh, Sancho starts." I'm like, "Fam, he does not start for England." Like Southgate done it once. Southgate done it once when Rashford was going through a poor, a poor, a poor run of uh, form for um, United, and Sancho was just so so sick, and he he started Sancho and everybody was gassed. Da, 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 da. 
played horrible. Rashford come on, saved the game, and yeah, Southgate hasn't. Southgate has never gone back ever since. Like Rashford <laughs> starts every game, he's never gone back ever since. Like, and that's just it. it just is where it is. Mm. So for me, I feel like Rashford has to start for England. I feel like the possible, the possible. Um, um, person that might have to leave could be Sterling, and I know that's controversial. But I, I'm, I'm not his biggest fan. I'm not Sterling's biggest fan. Like You're I not feel like, the team. yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm not his biggest fan, man. I'm not his biggest fan. But he's, but he's our best player, though. No, no, not for but, England. He might be our best player in regards to what he does for his club team, but for England, he's not. But then it's, you can make an argument like that for everyone, though. You can make an argument like that for Harry Kane. You can make Love that. Uh, <laughs> Love to Yeah, you can make an argument for bare England players. Yeah, but I'm, yeah, also, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. The best players that play for their internal team, like for example, there's players that do again. As I said, I keep bringing up Rashford, but when we, he was playing under Jose Mourinho, he was rubbish. But when he was playing yeah. under Southgate, he was phenomenal, and yeah, that's yeah. why he kept his place. Do you know what I'm trying to say? So I'm yeah. saying that we have to also look at their international performances right. as well as the club because, because Barkley plays great for England and he keeps his place even when he's not starting for Chelsea. Chelsea. So, so potentially, but it's just difficult for if you go into a Euros and Sterling scores 20 goals or whatever he scores for Man City it's difficult and you put him it. on the bench. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Do you know what I mean? So it's, it's just difficult when someone's putting out that many numbers to drop him. So like... Mm. Um, it's difficult. Like I, I think I agree with you. I remember that game when um, he started with Sancho, and it's just like Sancho doesn't like you said before. He doesn't have that, that PMP. And when Rashford comes on, and you can see day and night the difference of what Rashford did compared to Sancho. I know that will stick in Southgate's mind. So it's it's going to be a difficult one for him. You have we have options, but sometimes, like I said with Lampard, options is a bad thing because you could just pick the wrong players. We talk about um, England generations of past where people are like. Why did they play skulls on the left? Do you know what I mean? Sometimes when you've got so many options, it's difficult because people get forced in the wrong, the wrong areas. In terms of the lineup, um, Rice, who played, he looks like a centre back to me. Um, I think the thing is with a lot of people is like the way they see defensive midfielders, now they see him almost like a centre back in midfield. Mm. It's like if you're a centre back that can pass, then you're a DM. Do you know what I mean? And I think that he just he didn't show for the ball. Um, I think Iceland kind of were mad defensive and it's like at that point you need someone that can build and can kind of disrupt through the middle and what, don't forget Foden was playing we all know Foden's good but he didn't get on the ball and I think the ball didn't come to him as much because there was not possession in the middle so I'd like to see I haven't seen Calvin, uh, Calvin Phillips I know Seb is a big fan but I'd like to see us try to find someone that is better at building through the middle um, so I, w- I wouldn't start with Rice um, I'd like to see Foden play, even though he, he didn't have a good game yesterday. I think he's, I, I'm not saying generational, but I think he's probably the best of that generation for England players. Um, yeah, that's, that's all I'm kind of more hoping for for, for England. Mm. What, what's the ideal front three then? Because I, I think that's the area where we have the most headache, right? We've got quite a lot of options there. You know, even though, you know, we've got players like Sterling, Rashford, um, Sancho, Greenwood, you got Harry Kane, Callum Hudson-Odoi, you know, even like guys like Jack Grealish, James Madison. Where, where did these guys Saka. play? Saka. Saka. No, left back for me, but yeah. Okay, for cool. me, for, for, for me, the front three that starts um, in a tournament has to be Rashford, Kane and Sterling. 
that'll okay. be the that'll be the front three that starts for for they're, for they're gonna do that because they're gonna do that as well because of seniority and experience. Do you know what I mean? Do you know that like, yeah. sometimes they just do that by default? However, mm-hmm. I do think Sancho, like even yesterday, Sancho wasn't great, but he created some good opportunities. And I know he doesn't dwell in the ball and he doesn't take on five man by himself. But just that those passes into the box, like he's so quick with them and he's so like He's so aware as well. So, like, maybe even it doesn't just have to be three a four, of them. It two, three, Sancho. one. That's what I'm saying. It could be Sancho behind. Sancho in the middle. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what. That's one of the things I've been thinking about is switch to a four, two, three, one, and I feel like that's probably plays in England's uh, hand where they've got like Sancho who can be central but can also be swapped out for people like Madison, Grealish, um, Foden or whatever. Um, and I feel like that kind of gives more options for England rather than the three. Um, because it, it, you know what? With England, it's the third midfielder that they struggle with. Yeah. Like they'll have a Foden and then they may have like, I don't know, say like a Henderson who's got energy, but it's always the third one who's always lacking. So if we just go to a two um, and, you know, that two is probably going to be easier to find, um, you know, holding and then just let, you know, the four do their thing. Don't forget as well, like you earlier on in the pod, you were talking about Greenwood being clear of, of Sancho. And after another season, if Greenwood puts up numbers... Then that's an that's exactly another that's another problem there as well. Um, but I feel like that would be more on like depending on where Greenwood eventually plays next season, but that would be more of um an option for Kane because he 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 come on for Kane yesterday, and I mean, well, the other day, so mm. I feel like he may be somebody if he if he keeps growing he may be somebody that uh, will be an option if if Kane isn't playing well or if we need a goal so yeah like i feel like a 4231 formation with so it'll be Kane up top Rashford on the left Sancho in the middle Sterling on the right and then holding maybe like Calvin Phillips because I feel like the reason why I put him there is because he's really, really good on the ball. He's, you know, he's used to playing good football with Bielsa and then, you know, maybe somebody like Jordan Henderson for the energy and then left back, God knows, maybe like Saka. Um, I feel like Saka's really, really good um, in Mm. that position. Maguire and Gomez, uh, right back Trent in goal. That one would probably be Henderson, Henderson. depending on the season. It should be Henderson on four minutes. Yeah, depending, yeah. Or Nick yeah, Pope, so. or Nick Pope. It shouldn't be yeah, Pickford. Yeah. I don't yeah. understand why. Yeah, it shouldn't be Pickford. Yeah, it shouldn't be Pickford. Yeah, really Pickford. But yeah, that, that, that would be my team. Fair enough, man. All right, let's leave it there, lads, because I think we said an hour, and we've, we've been going longer. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Is it two? Yeah, yeah, yeah maybe two. We, but, you know, we, yeah. could some, we could put in some adverts. So. Yeah. yeah, true. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Yeah. All right, lads. Um, again, guys, look, a little prompt for you. Just um, if you've completed the end of this episode, recommend a podcast to someone. That's your little to-do list. Um, if you don't want to, you know, fund the podcast by being a patron, recommend the podcast to um, a friend and get, get some of your friends listening. Um, we'll be back again um, next week with all the Patreon pods, um, with all the club pods, sorry. So, yeah, that mugger on Monday. Lewis has got Patreon on his mind, bro. On my mind. This Patreon is how much we need to eat. Money on my mind. Yeah, this, that yeah. Thing, make make sure you recommend. Make sure you recommend the pod to someone, bro. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, 100%.
All right, lads. Um, yeah, we'll be back next week. So take it easy. Peace. That's one. Support for this episode has been provided by Ratio Keto-Friendly Crunchy Bars. If counting macros makes your head spin, count instead on a snack by Ratio. They've done the math for you, so you can spend less time studying the label and more time enjoying your day. Delicious and convenient, both their toasted almond and lemon almond flavors have two grams of net carbs and a unique combination of sugar and protein, all in a satisfying crunch. Interested? Ratio Keto-Friendly Bars are now available in the granola bar aisle at Walmart. Sports Social Podcast Network.